and welcome to another episode of Found an Adult with Joy. And today's episode is going to be all about sleep restriction and how to get to sleep. I have a long-standing issue with sleep. And yes, I'm recording this at midnight because, um, yeah, I should really be trying to go to sleep. But I am alert and yeah not able to go to sleep i always just have for the longest time had a lot of issues going to sleep um i've been on a lot of sleeping tablets for many years and yeah at the moment my regime is i take two melatonin tablets which is a um two two milligram long-acting melatonin tablets at night time so I take them around depending on the day what time I get home or what time I remember to take them um I take them about 9 30 p.m what's it been 9 30 today um and I don't know if they do anything but I am too scared to not take them but I am thinking about weaning myself off them just because they are about $51 for one month supply because I take two a day. Um, normally they're about $34 for 30 tablets. And if I get a special script for 60 tablets that I can ask my doctor to write me for, they're a little bit cheaper, so they're $52 for 60. So yes, there is a special box of 60 if you do ask your doctor to write you one for 60. So in Australia, they only come in two, two milligram strengths for the commercial product called Circadium, two milligram control release. Uh, fun fact, if you are over 55, it is pharmacist only. You can go to any pharmacy and say you have trouble sleeping and you can request for a box of 30 or whatever and you don't need a doctor's script and you can just get it over the counter to assist with sleep short term but if you're under 55 like myself you still need to get a script from the doctor and yeah I mean you could lie and say you're over 55 but I'm 32 and I look 21 so no one's going to believe me if I say I look 55 so yeah so just get a script from your doctor um I'm just like, I just want to wean myself down because one, the cost is too, is getting to me and two, I don't think it actually works anymore. Like I literally cannot fall asleep. It's like I don't even take anything. Like I still wake up in the middle of the night. I wake up multiple times throughout the night. I wake up too early. I can't stay asleep. I am so tired in the daytime. It could I could just be taking Panadol, which is like like five cents instead of a dollar a tablet, almost. So, um, yeah, but I I've been taking it for years. Like you're not supposed to take it for that long. But basically, what melatonin does is it's it's supposed to be a natural hormone that you produce. Um, so it you're supposed to naturally produce it in your body. So it's supposed to regulate your sleep wake cycle. So. Um, so you're supposed to release melatonin at night time and this is supposed to trick your body to say, not trick your body, it's supposed to tell your body that it's night time and basically you go into this, you know, 
mode that you go to sleep and then in the during the day you don't produce as much melatonin so you're awake uh, I think for me, I don't actually spend that much time in the sun. I actually hate the sun. I hate getting sunburned. And I think that might be because I t- used to take a lot of medication that I was that meant I had to avoid the sun because for my acne, I used to take doxycycline, which meant I couldn't go into the sun. I had to avoid sun exposure because um, I got burnt. If I got went into the sun, I would burn easily and. Um, I took that for many years and then just recently I was on Reacutane, it was the same, like I would burn really easily, like in the sun, like literally my face would just go red. Um, I recently stopped it, but you know, it takes a while for that medication to go away. So I've just been avoiding the sun for the longest time and that does not help with the, you know, sleep-wake cycle because I don't spend time outside. I work indoors in the hospital all day. I just spent a lot of time indoors, um, yeah, I don't go out, I'm very, very introverted, um, literally just spent a lot of time indoors, I should go out more, but this is not about that, it is about how I can't sleep at night, you know, I worry about a lot of things, I stress a lot, um, I basically am a, am a long-term insomniac. I recently been taking some tomazepam, which is like a benzodiazepine, which is like a quick-acting sleeping tablet. Um, so fun fact, it stops working after a while. Like it knocks you out really good, not good with alcohol. So um, it basically works a lot faster than melatonin. Melatonin is great because it's not addictive. So you can use it for a really long time. It doesn't have a hangover effect. So like next day, you're not going to feel drowsy. You're not going to feel shit. Um, you can drive. But with the benzo, you can feel really hungover the next day still. Um, it works fast, but it can make you feel really sleepy the next day. Um, but it's like kind of super effective. It works fast. Uh, but... Yeah, so the thing is, you can be really addictive, and um, I, yeah, after a while, like my GP just stopped writing for me, and I know he's right when like I shouldn't rely on it, um, yeah. So it was a point where I saw my, well, I didn't really see, I saw my psychologist who happens to be a sleep psychologist, so she is works with it's like her big thing is called like the insomnia clinic um so yeah she uh, she when I told her about my GP is not going to write me a sleeping tablet she's like all right so I think you need to do the thing called like sleep restriction or where you restrict the amount of hours that you sleep each night so um and the amount of time you spend in bed and like it's really hard for me because like I like try to go to bed I know it takes me so long to get to sleep so I need to go to bed earlier so that I can use make sure that I can fall asleep because if I go to sleep really late I'm going to take like I know that I'm going to take two hours to fall asleep so I always worry that I'm you know that if I'm going to take that long to fall asleep I'm going to get less and less sleep so yeah so that that's my problem is that like I always stress about and like how little sleep I might get, so, um, yeah, so, yeah, so basically, what she told me was, like, you, 
so I told her I normally like on a week days yeah I would go to bed like get into my bed around like 11 and then I set my alarm for 6 a.m and yes my habits are not good so you shouldn't follow me but um so my alarm is at 6 a.m and I snooze all the way till like 6 50 um and I see a fly on my wall or is it a moth um so it's a moth it's going to my light and I I got into it I don't see it on my hands, so I don't think I got it. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah, so I snooze all the way to like six fifty. Um, it's just because if I set my alarm any later, I like go late to work, so um, I like I kind of fall back asleep. Like, yeah, it's really bad, but. It's been such a that's just the way I've been doing it for like the last since I started my new job in September. Um I've tried changing it to like to see if I could just like not snooze that long, but when, once I do that I always like sleep in and I just can't. Um yeah, it's not good but I'm always like late to work anyway. So um and she's like, why don't you just like stay up an extra hour like till twelve? And just get up at six. Like, don't snooze. Like, just stay up one hour later and see if you can get... Yeah, she she was like... She just wrote out this thing and she was like, you know, if you do try to do this, it's going to be hard for like a week. But just restrict your time in bed to like six hours. So stay up for an extra hour. And go to bed at 12 instead of 11. And then once it hits 6, like, just get up at 6. So I tried that. I stayed up. And staying up is no problem. <laughs> like, I'm, like, like now, like, I've, I've, like, stayed up. Staying up is no problem. But it's the getting up that's really, really hard. Like, it's so hard to get up. Like, I am always struggling to get up in the morning. Like, I set a thousand alarms. But somehow I still snooze all the time and I'm late all the time and it's so bad. I was like almost late to my GP. I was late to my GP appointment this morning because I snooze so much and I, I've been late to work so many times. It's just so bad. Um, but I guess the only thing is that you can just keep trying and yes, I am not good at this sleep restriction thing because I've spent so much time in bed. Um... But yeah, I guess you just got to keep trying. And I was like, well, I don't know if I can do it because I feel so tired. Like, um, and she just told me, like, you know, point blank, if you don't do this, like, you can, you can just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what she said anymore. So she said, um, I guess you can just keep doing if you know what you're doing. Yeah, I guess, like, that's madness if you just keep going, like, yeah. 
I mean, nothing's gonna change if nothing's gonna change. So, um, I guess you gotta start somewhere. So I guess I've, like, I know it's gonna be hard, and you gotta keep trying. But yeah, I guess one day you just gonna you gonna get it. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, all habits start somewhere. I mean, I I I didn't like develop that bad habit of waking up late and going to work late it just develops slowly so i guess slowly you will get develop the habit of waking up on time slowly right i mean yeah i don't know and i spoke to my gp about it and he tells me the opposite like he was like Cause I mean I was trying to like do more stuff and stay up late to get tired and he was like no you shouldn't do that and and then he was telling me like oh my our psychologist might be able to do like hypnosis or some shit or like I don't know something to do with your eyes and um I was like oh okay yeah there's all these like non pharmacological therapies you can do to help sleep and um yeah I played like sleep meditation and. My humidifier, like all these things. There's so many things you could do to help sleep. Not just medication, because um, yeah, medications are definitely um one part of it. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my um my two cents on sleep. Sleep is such an important thing, cause um, that's the way I guess your body heals, your body rests. And yeah, I was talking to my friend about how like I've had really poor sleep, um, and she said like she can just fall asleep really fast, and has no worries. I mean that's great. Maybe it's because I'm older. Maybe because I bought a house. Maybe because you know like have lots of worries and anxieties and things like that, but. Yeah, I guess this is life. When you have a lot of worries, sleep can be a very, very hard thing to have. And was there was another thing that I was gonna chat about? What was it? Hmm. Uh, it will come to me. <sighs> um. No, I can't remember. Oh, wait, now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, forgetfulness. And the the second thing was, um, I also talked to my GP because I've recently started another medication. Now this is just going to be your medical podcast. Um, I've started a new medication recently called Tapiramate. Um, and I don't call me, call me a hypoch- hypochondriac, but um, so... My neurologist that I saw on Wednesday, he, I don't know if it's because he mentioned these side effects or because I read it in the um, information leaflet that I got, was like, one of the side effects from this medicine is that it can affect your sleep. It can cause drowsiness, but it can also affect your sleep. And when I started, I felt like my, like, that's when my sleep got worsened and I had to increase the melatonin to like double. 
um because I was taking it at night time and I felt I couldn't sleep as well and like people were saying like doesn't it make you drowsy but I felt like it made me my sleep worse but it made me drowsy in the morning or made me more forgetful I'm not sure but I, I'm pretty sure it made me more forgetful. And when I brought this up to my GP, like, he was like, oh, are you sure? Like, because I told him, like, I forgot that my, like, neurologist appointment was changed to a different location. I'm so sure they told me that, that like, a couple of months ago when they talked. I had it on my paper, but I didn't check. And then I left my sunglasses at an appointment. And I was just, just like, all these little things. I was like, am I always this forgetful? I mean... I have been forgetful in the past. It's not like the first time I've left my stuff somewhere. Um, but I just felt like it's so often that I've been, like, you know, forgetting stuff. Like, left my drink bottle at work. I mean, I've done that a few times. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been doing groceries like a thousand times. Spending a lot of money um, on groceries. Like, almost double than like the previous month and yeah just a lot of food in the fridge that I've just not eaten because I've like forgotten about it hmm. um but yeah he told me about like I might be more forgetful with this apirate um I don't know if I've lost weight because I love I like forgot about I forgot where my scales were for the longest time I finally found it and I think I've lost a bit of weight Superman can make you lose weight too. Really, really interesting drug. Um, I'm not sure if I like want to like wean it off because I feel like it might be helping with the migraines. I'm not sure. I need to really record how many migraines I'm getting per month to be able to know. So yeah, that's something like my GB said I really need to do. So. Yeah, a lot of things to do if I remember because I feel like getting more forgetful. So my GP is like, get a whiteboard to write down things so that you don't forget. But I need to remember what I need to do to be able to write it down. So it's a catch-22 because I need to remember what to do to write it down and remember to do that. So I need to remember to buy the whiteboard, which I've forgotten to buy and also forgotten to do so yes so yes i need to remember to write down things when i forget them so that's also something to do so maybe i'll just use my phone to write it down um yeah lots of things to remember to do so you've got to remember to write down the things that you forgot that you forgot hmm are you guys like that? So if you get told that you might experience something, then you feel like you might experience. Because sometimes I, like when I counsel my patients like about new medications and I like mention a side effect, they're like, oh yeah, I'm a, I got that. And then sometimes I like ask patients, are you getting any side effects? And they're like, no. And then I can see them like drooling onto their paper. And I'm like, that is probably a side effect from the medication. But yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I guess drooling for an adult is normal but i don't know man well anyway i will have to end this podcast soon and i'm gonna remember to turn on the humidifier after i finish this podcast um so that i can be able to sleep tonight um i don't see that fly flying around but i don't see anything on my hands either so i'm just gonna pretend that my hands are clean and the fly is dead 
Um, anyway, everyone have a good night. I hope you guys have a good night's sleep. And if you're still listening, please, on whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe if you can. Leave a rating and review if you can. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.